It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Jackson Gatlin here, host of the Monday edition Locked On NBA podcast. Every Monday, I cover the three biggest stories in the NBA with the local experts from Locked On. It's an awesome recap of the weekend of the NBA and a look at what's ahead. Mark your calendars on Monday to join me for Locked On NBA podcast, available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. Welcome to Locked On Spurs on the Locked On Podcast Network. I am Jeff Garcia, your host for today's episode, and I'll be joined by Joe Garcia shortly of Two Shots Podcast. It was the message, or should I say the report, heard around the Spurs world over the weekend as Mark Stein of the New York Times reported that, in a nutshell, Greg Popovich is all in at trying to pry his way into any conversation with LeBron James and his future in the NBA should he leave the Cleveland Cavaliers. Sounds to me that Stein's uh, report is showing that Popovich is going to do whatever it takes to get King James in a Spurs uniform. After that, a lot of uh, a lot of players, uh, a couple of NBA players, uh, were pretty vocal about where they see LeBron landing, and that would be the Alamo City. DeJounte Murray tweeted a picture of, LeBron in a Spurs uniform, even Nets D'Angelo Russell. Yeah, Net, a Nets player got involved saying that uh, basically to wait for it. He said, hashtag wait for it, that LeBron is going to San Antonio. From Tracy McGrady to Steven Jackson, everybody's, it's seemingly that San Antonio is the destination. But we circle back to Popovich and kind of have to wonder, is this report true? What does this tell us? Uh, is this something to be excited for? Should Spurs fans be a little cautious? We'll have to talk about that and a lot more. I'm going to bring on Joe Garcia. Joe, it was the report heard around the Spurs world. How did you take it? I took it with, uh, I don't know, like with the grain of salt, man. I mean, it's, it's exciting that there's a chance, more than a 1% chance now. But realistically, mm-hmm. you you kind of, you know, as a, as a person who loves the game, you kind of hope that it will happen, but realistically, will it happen? You know, because there's still a lot of things that need to be falling into place in order to make that happen. And what are or what are the Spurs willing to give up? That's the question, you know. Well, the good news is, is that the uh, Spurs uh, may be on the books for a few players, notably Paul Gasol, Patty Mills. But, um, you know, of course, uh, Ka- Kawhi Leonard in his final contract year on his current contract. But outside of that, it's going to be a pretty much a roster overhaul if LeBron does come to the Alamo City. Look, you're going to have to somehow hope that Danny Green doesn't pick up his player option. Same thing with Rudy Gay. Uh, Monte Ginobili will likely have to retire unless uh, the Spurs can carve out some sort of bird rights exception. Um, the list goes on. There is a way to make it happen. The Spurs are not completely out of it. The thing is, is that I think the Spurs need to focus on numero uno and that being numero dos. And that is Kawhi Leonard. Look, it's shaping up that Kawhi is likely not going to go anywhere. I don't think anybody should be surprised in a few weeks. We found out that everything's fine. They haven't out extension and he's a spur for a long time. No shock there. Okay. But after that, Joe, the Spurs technically could, I, I mean, there's some you know sweet paperwork that needs to happen, but they could add LeBron James. But the question is, does he want to come to San Antonio, Joe? 
I don't know. I, I kind of think at this juncture in his career, if you're tired of going to the big dance and coming up empty-handed, what other options do you have? You know, you've tried the East for so many years, and you've only been able to, you know, garner three championship titles. And he's been mm-hmm. to the big dance already, was it eight times overall, nine? So mm-hmm. that's not a good record. I think overall his record was three and six. I mean, if he wants to cement his legacy amongst the greatest of all time, right now LeBron is dead last, you know, and that's going to be mm-hmm. something he's going to think about. If he wants to be compared to, L, you know, to LBJ, to, to Jordan, and you're going to say LeBron James is the greatest of all time, you got to have the hardware to prove it. And I think he's right yeah. now really thinking about his legacy. Well, look, I mean, uh, when I think of LeBron's legacy, I think that's cemented. I think he'll go down on one of the greatest players ever to lace him up in the NBA. Uh, you have to also look at this, too. When he's making his choices, um, you've heard this before, it's what, lifestyle thing versus a basketball thing. If it's simply a lifestyle thing, then, yeah, okay, I get it. L.A. is the more attractive uh, place, uh, the Lakers, that is. It's L.A. It's, you know, San Antonio and L.A. are completely different. L.A.'s Hollywood. San Antonio's blue collar. And, you know, with him and dabbling into, you know, acting and commercials and, you, you know, his, his, uh, his um, you know, his products, you know, his uh, marketability. Yeah, L.A. makes sense. Basketball thing, San Antonio makes sense. Popovich. LaMarcus, likely Kawhi will be there. DeJounte Murray, his fellow clutch group member, the guy that is seemingly kind of a mentor-mentee relationship they have. And obviously the fan base. The fan base loves him, and he adores the fan base. And he respects Popovich and the Spurs system, and he makes it very well known. I mean, game three, after a loss, Joe, he talks about the Spurs over and on and on and on and on. Um, It just... If it's equal legacy, then San Antonio is the place to go. If it's simply lifestyle and marketability and getting richer, if it has, like he needs to get richer, um, then L.A. makes sense. But do you think that situation, lifestyle versus basketball, you know, do you really think that LeBron will pick a lifestyle over basketball? I mean, do you really think that's the situation for a guy as competitive as he is, Joe? The NBA playoffs are right around the corner, and Locked On NBA is here daily to keep you caught up with all the late season drama. Every Monday, Jackson Gatlin rounds up the three biggest stories around the league, helping to break down the NBA playoffs. Mark your calendars to listen to Locked On NBA every Monday to be up to date. Locked On NBA, available on YouTube and wherever you get podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Well, at this juncture in his career and given his age, I think it's a little bit of both. I think he said it really well at the end of of game four. He's going to have to consult his family before he makes a decision. His kids Mm -hmm. are older, as he stated. You know, they're already teenagers. You know, he has a, a little daughter that he has to worry about. The wife, he has to keep mama happy because then everything else isn't going to fall into place. So he really has to, you know, talk to his family first and find out, do they want to be, you know, pick up roots again and go to San Antonio or go to L.A. Or or are they happy there in Cleveland? And he's just going to have to make it work for the sake of the family. But then he has to be honest with them and say, hey, look, from a basketball standpoint, for my professional career, 
This is what I, I feel needs to happen. And then they're going to have to come to some type of an agreement. It's a touchy subject when you're involving family. Yeah, you, you want to, you know, you want to have these accolades as a professional basketball player, but not at the expense of your family. So I don't know, man. It, he's got some tough decisions to make, no doubt, in the summer. Uh, that he does. And look, I mean, San Antonio, you know, it doesn't look good as far as Vegas is concerned. Vegas does not give the Spurs uh, that much of a shot at landing King James at all. Uh, surprisingly, the Lakers, um, which, you know, from a basketball point of view, doesn't make sense to me um, because, yeah, adding LeBron James will boost the Lakers uh, tremendously, but. In a Western Conference with the likes of the Warriors and the Rockets, and you know those seasoned players uh, wearing red and white, to Paul, uh, you know Chris Paul and James Harden, and you know you, you look at the Spurs, you know like Kawhi is more than likely he's going to resign. You pair him with Lamarcus Aldridge coming off a phenomenal season. I'm expecting Dejounte Murray to have a breakout season. I, yeah, I mean going to LA may be fine and dandy, and you get paid and you become uh, you, you get more exposure. But that path to the NBA Finals is not going to be as rosy at all. You know, Utah is up and coming. You know, Portland is there. Uh, you, you you don't. You, it's just a dip. If he wants to make it where he catches Michael Jordan, LA is not the right spot, Paul. Uh, 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 you know, I don't don't I don't just don't see it happening unless. You know, a guy like Paul George goes to L.A., okay, fine, that that's a lot better. But, Joe, if he goes to L.A. and nobody, a big name doesn't follow him, uh, I think that's not going to help his legacy at all. Yeah, that won't help his legacy. I mean, from a basketball uh, point of view, he, he hasn't been coached by a great coach. He's had coaches, but he hasn't mm-hmm. had the coach in Greg Popovich. And if he... Mm-hmm was coached by somebody who's, you know, of Popovich's caliber, I think it would only elevate his game and make him a better player. And not only that, but he has to think of his longevity. I believe LeBron James is already, what, 32, 33 years of age? Mm -hmm. Realistically, how many more years are you going to want to play in this league? The the sun's setting on your career, and there's only, you only got a couple more good years left in you. And Popovich knows how to get the most out of players in those types of situations. So I think from a basketball standpoint, San Antonio makes sense on so many levels for LeBron James if he wants to win, you know, multiple or have a chance to win multiple championships and topple, you know, the Golden State Warriors. In today's NBA, you know, you almost have to have a super team to beat a super team. The Warriors are stacked. Mm -hmm. They have way too many weapons. And anybody that thinks that, oh, they're going to have LeBron on their LeBron James on their team not surrounded by a great cast of of players that have a high basketball IQ hint hint J.R. Smith I mean these things play a big factor in how you're going to be able to compete for years to come and I, I think you know from Le, for LeBron San Antonio makes perfect sense from that point of view yeah, you also look at this too. Now, it, obviously, the Spurs make sense, and I, this is a Spurs a show where we're gonna look at it from Spurs glasses. But there's other teams out there that also are attractive outside of San Antonio, and the Spurs have to worry about that too. In my opinion, I think Philadelphia, uh, you know, is a viable threat for the Spurs as far as landing uh, King James. Uh, you, you know, their up and coming team, uh, Joel Embiid, Ben Simmons. 
I mean, that that's going to be a duo. But of course, you know, adding LeBron James to a very young team like that, will he have the patience to see them grow? Will he uh, understand that, you know, they still need seasoning? And will he mesh well with a guy like Ben Simmons who needs the ball? You know, that remains to be seen. But if you're looking throughout his um, NBA Finals run during uh, this one where he lost in a sweep, you know, what one common thread was that he talked about mentality, you know, uh, proper basketball IQ. He said it over and over again, uh, intelligent people, intelligent players. You can't get any more intelligent players than Popovich and what he's done in San Antonio. This, this, well, how many times have you heard this before, Joe? You can't mess with the Spurs, you know, one mistake and they'll make you pay. You have to play nearly 48 minutes of basketball. You know, they will scheme, they will plan, they will, you know, run the perfect play out of a timeout. Uh, they're just heady. They get the best out of uh, players that would be cast-offs, you know, like a Danny Green, like a Patty Mills. So when it comes to that point, then San Antonio once again makes sense. Joe? No, it, it does. You know, it, it perfectly makes sense when you look at it from that point of view. You know, the mm-hmm. only thing is... What does LeBron think? You know, that's that's what we're left, you know, in the dark about. You know, what what are his plans? Yeah. They're gonna, he's going to have to make a decision. I feel for him because his decision has to be made by June 29th. Whether he's going to, you know, stay with the Cavs, whether he's going to opt out and and look at his other options. But my my mm-hmm. thing is, if you stay in the East and you go with let's say a Philadelphia 76ers team, you're still going to have to contend with the Boston Celtics, who took you to Game Seven. And they were hmm. without Gordon Hayward and without Kyrie Irving. Yep. When they have those yep. players next season, I oh, mean, I forget to, about it. Yeah, yeah, it's like what what's he gonna do? If you're gonna stay with the Cavs, I'm sorry to say, but it looks like he might be going for a first round knockout. You know, even if you yeah. stay in the East, and even if you come to the West, no path to the finals is easy. And he he knows that he's been there eight times. You know already. Yeah. So I mean, he he knows that. He has to have a great surrounding cast. And he said it even after, uh, was it game four or game three? No, it was game four. He said he was praising the Spurs. And he was saying, you know, that the Spurs and even the Warriors, they're they're kind of comparable. Because these teams aren't going to beat themselves. You're going to have to go Mm -hmm. out and beat them. Just like you said, because they don't make mistakes. He's a great basketball guy LeBron James is he has a high basketball IQ he needs to be with players who share that mentality who have that same you know focus that he does and unfortunately I don't think it's with Cleveland or even with the 76ers it, it's going to have to be with the team who has a great coach and a great cast of players and again San Antonio fits the bill on all those notes yeah, you know, as uh, Joe mentioned, uh, LeBron uh, has a decision to make and a, a very fast decision too. Pretty much at the end of the season, at the end, the end of this month, and with the draft right around the corner, I think that'll help. Um, you know, you know, see exactly where he's at. Will the uh, Spurs or any other team kind of offer, uh, you know, him a, a deal? You know, or maybe behind the scenes, I know they can't interact with him as tampering, but. You you got to look like they will see his decision and then be able to base you know any type of attack or a planning to get him into their uniform. Hopefully, it'll be a Spurs uniform down the road. You look at the situation, Joe. You heard what they said about Popovich and how he's all in at 
trying to pry LeBron James away from other teams and land in San Antonio. What are the odds? What are your odds? What are the Joe Garcia odds and him wearing a Spurs uniform? If you would have told me like a week or two ago, LeBron James to San Antonio, what are the odds? I would have told mm-hmm. you we got like maybe one 1% chance of, of him landing. Now that, mm-hmm. you know, he's been swept in the finals, I think the meter's gone up to maybe about 10 or 15. But that's about all I can give at this point in time. Because you know how the Spurs are too. I mean, they're they're a savvy team and they're they're very stubborn. They're not going to let go of of pieces and and make a deal easily. So you, it's it's going to be a tough decision on both parties. And you know, yeah, yeah, I don't know what's going to happen after that, Jeff. You got me. <laughs> yeah, I I think uh, maybe my odds were you know maybe thirty percent that it'll happen. I think I bumped it up now to forty five percent simply because of Popovich. You look what Pop did with LaMarcus Aldridge, convincing him not to bolt and demand a trade after, you know, his uh, up and down season prior to last season. You look at probably the wonders he's going to do with the Kawhi Leonard when they meet uh, later this summer. Uh, I think Pop has enough savvy and convincing about himself to, you know, make a really good case for the Alamo City, and I think he'll do that. So I bump up their chances more simply because of Popovich and his relationship with LeBron James. We heard about it. We know about it. We've seen it. We read it. We watch video of it. We know they have a bromance. It's humongous. And I think that will play a huge factor in the um, uh, if any talk happens between Pop and LeBron and his camp. Um, So hopefully things will work out. But we need to know what you think. Do you think LeBron will be wearing silver and black next season? You think Pop can do it? Can he convince him to come to South Texas? Let me know on Twitter at Jeff G Spurzone or on uh, an email. Email me at JeffGarcia74 at gmail.com. Joe? Yeah, they can find us at Two Shots Podcast, all spelled out, T-W-O-S-H-O-T-S Podcast, on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. All right, and with that, uh, for Joe Garcia, I am Jeff Garcia. We're going to put a lock on this episode of Locked on Spurs. Hey, Prime members, you can listen to this Locked on podcast ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today.